Welcome everyone and thank you very much for tuning into my podcast and today after a long time I have someone with me in the room what is really really exciting and before I say who is that <laughs> I will probably say the first most important thing of what was the intention and why I invited this beautiful lady was that we had a really really long conversation a few weeks ago and I realized and she reminded me again how important it is to actually focus on being and living our life fully with joy and with love and stop just doing and being so full on in our work and become more our work than ourselves. And I think there was kind of like a big aha moment and wake up and I said, you know what, I like actually just the sound of that just to like come again to myself and work on myself and just really think what I really truly want. And I would love to say thank you for that reminder. That was so beautiful. And I would love to also welcome you, uh, Suhani with me today. And she will tell you all about herself because it's such an amazing stuff what she does. And that will be probably something I will start with. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And that was such a beautiful insight and introduction, Alex. Um, for the viewers, a little bit about me. Well, I'm a freedom and fulfillment mentor. What does that mean? I help people find inner harmony with all that chaos that goes on in their mind. I help people go inward, find parts of themselves which they haven't experienced before, lead from their heart, lead from their soul and do what they love, express themselves. That could be uh, expression of work. It could be expression of um, being a partner, anything, express themselves and expand and evolve from a place of harmony and lead from a place of inner harmony. Yeah. So you That's are exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> my journey hasn't been that. My journey has been chaos, <laughs> doing, yep. going, and doing the next thing. So I appreciate harmony. And I, I see how much value that brings in to people, the clients, and everyone around this world. That's mm -hmm. what we all need right now. And I, and I love that you said it. And I love when you mentioned parts of us, you know, just really created a whole us, you know, like being us again. I think that's when we need to kind of grab all those parts around. They, we just let them go away. And it's so nice. And you know what I love? Because you said harmony and how important is that, you know, that balance, that that feel. And one of my mentors said once that, that balance, and I think it was work-life balance doesn't exist. I believe it exists. And I will definitely challenge that one. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because I think it's so important because if we don't have that balance, we can burn out, you know, we can we can create more cares and it's probably not nice because we create a fog. And I, I think we talk about a lot of, you know, things that happen to us when we are overworked or we are too tired and we're still doing and we're still going and, you know, we're still continuing and we don't pause how important it is to actually think about the balance and harmony. And I love that. And thanks, Alex. Probably, 
I will probably ask you a little bit more about uh, maybe why you started what you're doing now, like how that actually happened. What was what was the decision to become who you are now? Okay, that's a great question and a beautiful question. Um, when I started my journey, if you had asked that question, it would have probably be a totally different answer. But today, when I look back, um, my spiritual awakening started when I experienced bullying at workplace. Um, you may not know, but I'm originally from India and I moved to Perth, Western Australia. I have studied in the UK and lived there for a few years and working with different cultures is not new to me. But what I didn't know about myself is I always tried to fit in. I always tried to be a chameleon so I could blend in with the crowd and um, perhaps have that acceptance belonging from the tribe, be it uh, in relationships, with friendships, at workplace. And then I, I became a mother, I became a wife. I mean, I became a wife first and then mother. And then, you know, when I got into this workplace, I worked in a job for seven years where my soul, the part of me, the inside of me, my intuition, whatever you call it, was saying, this is not what you're meant to do. But I didn't listen. I had I was the one who was just going against the norm. You know, I need to do the next be best thing. I, I'm going to build my career this way and do all these things because of um, the pressure from society. But I won't blame society here because I took on that role. And when I went to this workplace, I there was lots of things that happened, but the major disruption disruption that happened was I experienced bullying where emotionally I didn't feel safe psychologically I didn't feel safe I felt so lost I felt anxious I was second doubting myself second guessing myself constantly I had so much of anxiety um, I was not being present as a mother I was not enjoying motherhood which is the most precious gift uh, I've had and I was not being present to my partner either. I was just coming from a place of, you know, I'm a victim and this is happening to me. And I just couldn't trust anybody and speak to anyone. So that realization of how I felt so lost and stuck and lonely and powerless back then was the decision for me to say, you know what, I don't want anyone to feel the way I'm feeling, or at least feel that they can reach out and they can have that support. So that was my first uh, step towards me getting into the journey of where I am. <clears throat> I would I would love to pause there because I got very emotional as usual, <laughs> and I was I, I honestly I felt your pain. I felt how. It's it's we are we feeling hopeless when that happens, you know, like like we feel useless and and hopeless together with uh like you said, you know, doubting ourselves and um second guessing ourselves. But what I would love to remind people, because that was actually something I was talking about today. The leader influenced your personal life, your parenthood, your your health, you know, like everything, basically everything in your life was was influenced and 
and you had the negative impact of the leadership on your life. And, and this is what I reminded today to one leader that I talked to. And I said, we need to start to understand there is a massive responsibility for us in leadership. That's that's why we should just not take the roles and, and be leader because of position. Because even if you have a team of five, you're already influencing their families, their life, their friends, their community. They have impact on other people. When they have a great leader, you can positively impact already thousands of people. And when you don't, when you are not great leader and you really don't know how to do it, imagine how negatively you can influence everyone around them, around mm-hmm. you know these five people, small people. Because people usually say, you know, I just have small team of five. That's already enough. Just think about that they have four people in their direct family. That's- and you know what? To add more to what you said, you are a leader, even if you are a mother, if you are a wife. Yeah. If you are, if you're raising a family or leadership starts from us, from within, we lead ourselves. When we lead ourselves, we can lead others. And I think um, the journey of what I experienced was I was looking up to my leader in my workplace and trying to blend in and fit in and trying to be one of them. And it just didn't work out because I was not being myself and I was not owning my strengths, but I was trying to get to somewhere and be someone else. And I got tired playing that role. Yeah, And that's what people, so many of us do. And it's all tiring. And you reminded me of a conversation about how we feel like even if you're coming to a new country and, and part of a specific, specific place for that. I'm I'm meeting every day so many people, not even from Paris, but even like East Coast. They're, they're still Australians and they feel the same. They still feel like they, they need to fit in or try to fit in. That means wherever we're coming from, it doesn't really matter. What is important to know about each other that we all try to fit in. And when you will just be another person that tries to fit in, we will never change the situation. We will never change the reality that we try to fit into something that is unhealthy. That means more people will say, you know what? Like you said, you know, I want to be me. More people say, you know what? I want to have fun and joy. I want to feel myself. And I want to be here for people that I love. And I think more people will say that it it will just bring so much more joy and openness and, and friendships and yeah, really, really healthy, beautiful culture, you know, when we can be actually ourselves. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's so true. And it starts from when we start recognizing that we are not being authentic. Yeah. And if uh, talking about team and culture, it reminded me of my workplace. And one thing I'd like to add, especially for leaders, whether you have a small business or a massive organization, culture starts from top down. When you are open, when you are embracing all parts of yourself, then you will allow the other people to do the same. and. Today is the world of collaboration. It's no more dictatorship. It's no more about it's my way or the highway. It's about how can we create together? This is our mission. This is our vision. How can we make this happen? How can we make this possible? Come on, bring in your ideas. And that's what is going to make a massive, massive difference in culture in terms of helping Mother Earth heal and for us to evolve as humanity as well. 
Yeah, that's a beautiful message. I like that. And I like the passion that's going on. <laughs> that's awesome. And what I will I probably, because because you all, like we all experience leadership, we all experience, you know, our journey and also a little bit of transformation to, to listen to ourselves more and really live our aligned, beautiful life, you know, and being more, more fun, more enjoying the life and, and people around us. But let's say people are, some people are still struggle, struggling, right? Some people are still in that toxic environment and they just don't know how to, how to remove themselves, you know? And, and that's when I think we all need a little bit of push because we don't know there is something better or we don't know that we can make decisions sometimes in that situation. That means what you would like, to, what you would like people to know when they are in that situation and they just really, really don't even know they can get out. That's a great question, Alex. And I've been there in that position and I know what it feels like. I mean, I can't even understand and fathom what's going on for you if you're in that situation. And my heart goes out to you if you are in that situation. First of all, know that you're not alone. Secondly, reach out to community and groups who are there to help you. Reach out to people and mentors who can help you come out of your journey. The one thing I would recommend is, first of all, acknowledge that that's how you feel and it's okay to feel all your feelings whatever you feel is valid your emotions are valid the the environment might say something else people might pass on a lot of comments which they did to me as well and that's what that's when I got into the mode of second guessing and doubting myself but yeah. know that your feelings are valid and it's okay for you to feel how you feel. The second part is start with what you have. Gratitude is such an important value, which has become a part of me, a part of being. When I was in that toxic environment, all I could see externally was what's not there in my life. I never once appreciated, if you're anything like me, I never once appreciated what I had. I had a beautiful daughter. I was a mother. I I had a husband who was protecting me in a, in a you know, a man protective way. Yeah. But I was thinking, oh my God, you're not there for me. You don't listen to me. And I started appreciating small, small things, even with my my own leader and manager. So she would say something or in a meeting, she would uh, pass a comment and say something like, well done, Suhani. And I would go, oh, my God, thank you for appreciating me. And I actually would feel all those feelings of appreciation. And that slowly, slowly helped me come out of where I was. Because yeah. at that point of time, I could see darkness all around me. I couldn't see any light. Yeah. So starting with a really small, tiny step like that will lead you to the next yeah. step. There is no magic pill. One thing yeah. I want to share to all the listeners is there is no magic pill for us to just get to where we want to go to. Yeah. Be it the success, the joy, the love, the relationships, whatever you want, right, in your life. Yeah. Doing the inner work is the key to yeah. get where you want to go. I absolutely agree. It's such a beautiful message, uh, Suhani. I think that's, 
even if we will stop now and we will stop recording, I know this is the message that should be here today. And a lot of people are listening. They should hear it because I, I can confirm that actually inner work is the most important part. And also I experienced a lot of uh, different leaders. I'm not going there again because you already been there, but I would like, I would like to say that I love what you said and basically in simple words, is basically anyone with any problem it doesn't need to be with leader you can be actually a leader with a problem to don't feel confident or i don't know what to do maybe there's gossip in the team whatever it is happening that we can always start with acknowledging ourselves and focusing on actually what is good and what is going well and i think that's what we forget so many times in our life i have this conversation with clients every day and they always say like i do more I do more than I'm paid for. I do more. I work more. I work more hours because I just over deliver. I want to do it. And I said, well, are you chasing something that doesn't exist? You know, that external validation or, or something that you believe that you will get out there. Right. But it starts in, in you and knowledge for yourself for just working 15 hours or 10 hours. What is more important to work hard and a lot, or it's working smart and less. And, you know, just really understanding that we are giving value already. When we're waking up and we are with people, we are already giving value. We are already giving our energy. We are already giving love and smile. And I always simplify that. I always said, if you really struggle, just go out there today and just smile at people. Like just, just start with <laughs> That is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you know what? I used to do this as well. I just remembered <laughs> when I was going through that journey, I used to listen to a song which would light up my day, like smile. Nice. Or if someone is having a, like when I look at someone and they're, they're homeless or they're begging or they, something's going on, I would just bless them in my heart to say, you know, heal, heal, heal my friend or may the blessings come to you. And that's something I do even today. When we focus on others, I think we come from a place of giving. Now, there are two aspects to what you shared, if I may, uh, Alex. One is, one part is when people give, especially entrepreneurs, con conscious entrepreneurs and leaders, they love to give, 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 give. And we give so much, so much, so much that it's all empty. And we try to give even more from an empty cup. But the leaders I work with, the entrepreneurs I work with, more often than not, I notice that they give very little to themselves. And this is including me. And this I agree. Year, my journey has been yeah. giving myself first, being functionally selfish, where I fill up my cup. And once I do that, then I can give from an overflowing cup. I love that. I love functionally selfish. Because a lot of people, when we talk to clients, especially, right, it's, it's like, but I'm not selfish, but it's like, it's not, you don't need to be selfish, selfish, right? Yes. <laughs> I love it. that you said functionally selfish. And, and I would love to share actually what you said is really important because I was doing for a lot of years the same, especially last seven years here. I just didn't give myself nothing. Like I really didn't, I, I did my sport. That's, that was the only thing that I, I kind of kept. But I was tired and doing sport when you are tired mentally as well. It's it's really hard. But yesterday I I had really I, I had really big day and, and I said, you know what, I just really need to 
to do something that will help me. And I packed my stuff for like 35 minutes and I went for sleep swim for 35 minutes, but I was like full on. And I was like, because I love water. I was like, oh, I'm going for a swim and it's closest. It's like five minutes drive. It's uh, It can be done in 30 minutes when you nonstop swim. And I was like, this will be fast exercise, but I will be in the water. And I found this like a small gap between my meetings. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do it. You can't imagine. I came home and I went to the meeting straight away. I felt so great and energized. Even my husband came home and he was like, what did you do today? And I was like, I actually went for a swim. And he was like, you need to do it every day. You're an amazing woman. <laughs> and it's just the energy was different because usually I'm very tired. Oh, and that's incredible. It's so funny how he straight away noticed that. He was like, what yeah. did you do today? He just, you look better. And I was like, yeah. And that's, that's the energy we have. Like we actually, when we take care of ourselves, we can take care of others. And I love your message because it's so important to be functionally selfish. Yeah. And you know what? You were functionally selfish to fill your cup. And one more thing I'd like to add is you, if you love water, Alex, then do more of water stuff because that's oh, yeah. when you replenish your energy from nature. Yeah. I, I am more yeah. of a, uh, I love water just to calm myself, but when I'm not grounded, I, I walk on grass because yeah. that's what the mother earth helps us with. Yeah. So, I, I love forest. Yeah. I love forest, but yeah. I, need, I need to have that smell of forest, you know, the ground, like yeah. a real juicy ground. I, I just love the smell. And sadly, we don't have a lot of that smell here. Yeah. Fresh earth. We don't have I know. that. Yeah. That is, I, I love when I'm going to New Zealand or, or Queensland or somewhere where there's more forest. Oh, that's, that's just paradise for me. I don't need beach when I'm there like at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's recharging me so much. That means I know when you say the grass. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, but here is grass is very, uh, it, it's uh, how do you say that? It's almost like a, it's painful. It's it's a bit dry and it's a bit rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good on you for recharging yourself. That's really really cool. Yeah, I felt so good and I was like, I need to do it today, but I didn't have 20, 30 minutes between my meetings. <laughs> I was like, I need to do it again, and I will try to schedule my time the way that I can actually have that maybe around lunchtime because yeah. it was really helpful. And look from perspective of functionally selfish it's not only for us us but it's for us to have energy and give the best energy to our clients as well that yeah. means you know like you said you can't really feed anyone from empty cup it just doesn't doesn't work because no. yeah you can't focus you know you are not fully there and i love that this is this is beautiful i really like that let's let's dive into uh the the thing or one thing that we talk about I think it was yesterday um, that you said there is kind of a journey from uh, doing to being because doing is what we all do and we are not that much in that being state. And, and I love coaching from space of being and I really appreciate every conversation on being because I think that's what we are all here for. We, we need to understand we are human beings. Yeah. And, oh, well said. We for, and we forget about that sometimes, you know, in our work as well. Like we treat people like they're just robots. They're working there. They need to de deliver KPIs. Job is done. They can go home. You know, you're back home and you again just see kids and dogs and you're tired and you, you see it as a task because you're tired. That means we kind of end up to perceive the world that is just doing. 
everything, even with family, even, you know, in sport or friends, it becomes doing. It not become actually, I just want to go there and be, just be me. Do you have any magic pill for that? Like how, <laughs> how to start to move from that doing and being busy and being like a robot to actually start to appreciate the energy, the feel, emotional state, everything what we have, you know, and us. That's a great question. And it's been my journey and it's been all my clients' journey. So all of us, all of us' <laughs> journey, right? So <laughs> the, the thing I want to start off with, why we do that. First of all, our society is so programmed to do the next thing, achieve that next goal. And that's one aspect because societal programming is one aspect to it. The second aspect is, as especially for us high achievers who are doers, <laughs> right? We were validated and acknowledged as children for what we did. Yes. For the next That's best the thing, time. for the yeah. award, for the grade, for, and we were appreciated. We were appreciated for that. And as children, especially from zero, zero to seven years, I do a lot of inner child work. And that's that's been my biggest transformation. And that's that's been my client's yeah. biggest transformations too. So from zero to seven, we don't know how to self-soothe or we're still trying to, we, we come to this world as whole, right? With yeah. these loving, cheerful beings, just being, play. Play is the biggest thing. Yeah. But there are, moments there are defining moments in our lives when we were not acknowledged for being who we are and we had to change and adapt ourselves to doing the next thing and that's what we got validated for externally and that validation became our program and that became part of maybe different experiences in our life also added to, the, to that. And that became our way of being exactly. instead of doing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> first of all, I would say is recognizing self-awareness is the key. Because if you don't think you have a problem about that, then you don't have a problem. Yeah. Being aware that that's a problem is the key. So for me, I realized I was doing, 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 and I would get into burnout, doing, doing, doing burnout. And I'm like, this should be a better way because yeah. I, I, I was really tired. I was constantly feeling tired. And I recognized that I, I, I want a different way of life where I'm enjoying, where I'm living, I'm moving away from existing to living and experiencing and expanding my life. Yeah. Right. And that's what we do. We, we stay in that place of coming out of societal programming, yeah. coming out of our inner child wounds. For uh, I'll give you an example. This really comes up very strongly. I've, I was working with a client who's been in the food business industry for 25 years. And he's done multi-million dollar sole businesses like he's he's done everything and what he after we worked together his realization was 
he was constantly trying to prove to the world that he's good enough because he had a, a hearing issue as a child. And obviously he wasn't accepted for who he was yeah. from his friends and all those things impacted him so much. And now he's come from, uh, come to a place of realizing how important being is. Another client of mine who I was just talking to today and he was reflecting on, I was reflecting on his journey. He is such a go-getter. I tell you, he'll multitask, he'll do multiple different things. And I love that about him, but he was appreciated for being hyperactive. And that's the behavior he played out for a long time. When we spoke about self-care, he's like, what does that even mean? That yeah. was the conversation we we were at. And now he's like, you know, I'm going for a massage. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm tired. And I'm like, oh my God, who are you? <laughs> I love that change. And I love that those examples because I actually... I don't know if it's luck or it's just attraction of clients that were showing maybe who I am as well, because that was exactly, that was all, all my clients are highly driven, really highly successful, really amazing. If they own the business or they are CEOs, they always achieve. And it's just the same formula. Like they become more busy. Uh, some of them, you know, overwhelmed and overworked business become mess because they don't understand how to plan, you know, how to actually create those priorities and what is important. And it happened to me as well. I was just doing, doing, doing and running business. And I wasn't sure what is important anymore because I was in the cycle of, of doing, you know, the, the habitual doing, and I can see it in a lot of people. And I think that's the hardest thing for high achievers, because like you said, they are definitely acknowledged for getting more and, and doing more. And I think that's just the hardest thing because a lot of people were raised that way, you know, like mm -hmm. all, like my dad was example of that. My, my granddad, you know, with hard work, you can do everything, you know, like you will earn money when you hard work. Everything was about hard work. And I was always thinking, even from like at universities, I, I was already, even I was like 22, I was thinking, why, why should hard work? The li like life can be nicer. And I started to travel and I was thinking, how can I work hard when I want to travel? <laughs> and I just couldn't get it. I honestly, I couldn't get the concept of life. I was a little slower, probably. I just didn't understand that. And that's why I became straight away, basically entrepreneur. I, I wanted to have business because I wanted to have freedom of moving around, having, you know, different times. And I just couldn't get that, you know, lifestyle. But funny enough, when I had business, I became that person. That means I, I actually... <laughs> was working harder than I will probably work for anyone else. That means we can easily, you know, jump from, yes, I want freedom. I have business, but we ended up overworked, busy, burnout, and actually every day, you know, hitting your head. Oh, I just want to give up while I'm doing this, you know, and these kind of conversations. <laughs> I think are... that's a story of all entrepreneurs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like crying in the room, like, oh my God, I don't want this. What did I but you know what? One, one point you said is something I want to bring to the surface and light, which we don't realize the importance, and I didn't, is my parents were very hardworking as well. We came from very humble beginnings, and they worked hard all their lives. <clears throat> and that became a part of my belief, and it became a part of my pattern and belief system. And when we do the inner work, we not only 
heal ourselves and uh, perhaps our future generation. It also, we give permission, we heal our ancestral line um, as well. So That's cool. the thing wow. I'm trying to say here is hard work is something that's ingrained in in us and yeah what does hard work lead to if you look at examples of burnt out entrepreneurs or who've achieved all those achievements achievement is beautiful right it's beautiful when you can enjoy it when you can live life to the fullest when you can think that you know at one point I want to go and just be free and have fun and enjoy this moment with my daughter. And I never had that in my corporate life. And when I got into uh, coaching, I got into this hamster wheel of, okay, I need to get this business building. And I got into another business. I was doing two businesses and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going back into the same patterns. But now I really appreciate the time I have with my daughter, when I'm with her one-on-one, I'm fully present for her. The reason I'm fully present for her is I understand how being present to myself, to my emotions, to my needs, what my body is saying to me. Before I didn't have that awareness because I was too busy doing. And that's what most of my clients do as well. The next best thing, the next, okay, I want to make this million dollars, yeah. multi-million dollars. I want to get this but- award. You know? Yeah, I was going to say actually something popped up when you when you were sharing that because what was really important uh, for me, what I realized that yes, we want achievements, like of course, like we you know we are driven by the goal and all that. But from perspective of when you achieve your goal or what you want, it actually is such a short amount, it's such a moment of joy. That's it. And and we realize that we burn all these bridges, you know, and our health for a year or two for just that small, tiny five minutes moment of joy to achieving something, or maybe for a week of joy. Mm. And I think that's a really surprise, big surprise for a lot of high, highly driven CEOs. When I'm talking to leaders, they said, I thought that's it. That's what I want. And I achieved it and it was nothing. Now you set up next goal. And I always said, like, this is the same thing. Like, you know, some people you can, you can see some people just getting all awards and they just nominate themselves like it's, it's again it's addiction it's addiction to to have some achievements and mm-hmm. the external validation and Beautiful. And, I, and I honestly I was actually so surprised that people can nominate themselves when I realized that I actually I I, I said I don't want any awards because why she said that I'm awesome and nominate myself like I don't understand that I thought <laughs> you know awards should be like somebody is watching you somebody knows that you're great yeah. and somebody wants you to be in it right yeah and, that was kind of my ideal you know but I yeah it's not that way (laughs) but but look it's okay I know that you know probably it's all the money makers there you know like all the awards that people make money on that I don't know but it's that good feeling giving people that good feeling but what they do they're not helping people to build up internal validation and that inner peace and understanding you know what I can acknowledge myself and that you know they're actually helping them to build up this addiction and I think all society is set up that way, you know, like everything around us is trying to build up your addiction on external validation to do more, to do more, to work harder, to work more. And yeah, the big companies are happy, right? Yeah. And yeah. And that's, that's, you know, I say society is flawed. Yes, society is flawed. But how are we taking responsibility yes. to contribute towards that? What are we doing to 
make a difference. I would say start by making a difference to your own life, to the people around you. Love it. And start with you. I started with me. And at times my head says, what the hell are you doing? Like I'm listening to my inner self, that intuition, the higher self, that, that inner voice, that inner whisper, which all of us ignore, right? Yeah. But I listen to that when <clears throat> I listen to that and my voice says, meditate today. And I go, really? I have so many things to do. Are you sure? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the two, two selves. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's about, that's just one example, but I'm just, what I'm trying to say here is I have got to a point where I make decisions, not from my head, because I've made lots of decisions using my head and there are a few which I really regret, but the decisions I make now is to lead from heart what my heart wants what do I want to experience what do I want to feel how do I want to serve where do I want to go and you know what at times I feel really because I was part of another business where I was doing really well but a part of me said no this is not for you and I just I just decided to leave but that's good on you that's not knowing not knowing what the next step is but that is the journey that is building that trust with yourself, with the part of yourself and knowing that you can trust yourself. You don't have to get, get, uh, seek validation or make decisions using what an external person is saying, or how is this going to benefit me? It's yeah. about that inner knowing and activating that piece. It's like, you know, building friendship you build friendship with someone else you put an effort into the friendship how much you you lean towards them you talk to them you you give and take that's how friendship works right it's it's a beautiful connection you building that beautiful connection with an external person you can do the same thing with yourself I love that and that's what I teach my clients as well and yeah, it's it's just a beautiful and incredible journey every single human on the planet should experience. I love it. I think I'm not going deeper because this is so good and I love your message at the end. But I was I was just thinking when you said trust yourself, because that's such a strong message. And that was what happened with my swimming yesterday. I was actually exactly what you said, you know, those uh thoughts coming like, no, you can't, you don't have time, you need to do more, you need to finish this, you need to finish that. And and I was like, but I know I need it. I know I need this. I just can I was already feeling the water in my body in the water. And I was thinking about the feeling of the water and how I need that touch. Like it was almost, it was so strong. And my head was saying, no, you can't do it. You, you don't have enough time. It just <laughs> can't fit it in. And it's funny how you said, you know, like trust yourself. And I said, you know what? I'm doing this for myself. I made decision for myself because I felt it that way. And I know a lot of people say, you know, feeling, feeling and all that stuff doesn't work with business, but it works with business because I had better results and not even in the evening or afternoon, but also this morning, amazing. And we have so many, you know, breakthroughs and aha moments with clients. And I think when you have that energy because you take, took care of yourself, 
it's that when it's coming up as a result for you in performance, in, in success, in, in career, you know, in parenting, friendship, whatever it is, you know, in love, in, in relationships. It's just such an amazing step forward when you just do one thing for yourself and you trust yourself that is the right thing to do because you're listening to yourself. I love that message. I think it's just so, so <laughs> important, so, such an important reminder because that's how we were when we were kids. You know, we, we, we felt Absolutely things. spot on. Yeah, we spot felt on. things. We, yeah. we, we play with what we wanted. We, we play what, what feels felt right. You know, we didn't need to pretend we just we were silly and funny and all these things and and, just and then we it. got big and we got serious with all these yeah. freaking goals and we oh. don't even enjoy them when we reach to oh, the peak. boring <laughs> and you know what shadow work is what I do as well where people embrace those parts of their child self yes. which they let go of they they call back that soul essence of being childlike embracing those childlike yes. qualities where the child is experiencing going with the flow and just being and this is not just woo woo no it's not, one thing I want to share uh, is this is not just woo woo. We we become so serious, especially in our thirties and forties and fifties. We get so yeah. serious in our life, focusing on family, responsibility, and goals. We just forget living. Yeah, I don't and, think it's woo woo. I think it's it's that child. Like we need that child back. Yeah, and fun is not woo woo. Joy, <laughs> joy is not woo woo. Right? <laughs> I want more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so uh, yeah I love, I, yeah go for it Alex no, I, was, I was just going to say like I really love what you do because I think it's great to have someone you know like one of my clients this morning she said you know what when we cry we cry on session on both of us because she said you know what you can't imagine how I feel to have someone who's listening to me and has my back mm. I never had that and that was a really high achieving woman in high position taking care of states a few states in Australia and just that feeling of being able to create it for clients but also clients feeling that way you know and, and being emotional straight away in the morning I think it's so beautiful and we forget to talk about it we forget to feel it we forget to just just really express even if we don't express that in words but just express how we really feel with other person like I just want to smile because you smile all the time and I just <laughs> feel this joy and passion that is coming from you you know and that's great you know and someone else is giving me a different energy and different feeling but but just feel it and be there and I just think that's it's such so a amazing. beautiful gift you have given your client and the client has given you that's reciprocity of evolution together and I that think it's so gift. beautiful I agree I agree it was such a gift like it was it was so beautiful and it set up my day you know for for being being better being more grounded if that word exists but <laughs> yeah I'm not going to keep you longer because I know we can have and we will probably have another conversation if you agree we will probably continue on on more topics because I think we need to talk about more calm balance harmony healing because i i feel like also most of high achievers you know ceos leaders and people they already achieve a lot of success you know mm -hmm. they need healing from perspective of come back to to yourself you know come back to 
your child, your feelings when you were really having joy and whatever it is for everyone, you know, we always had one moment in life that we really enjoyed. And I believe we can all come back to that and, and start to actually rejoin that feeling or, you know, like th that uh, things to feel and be. And, Absolutely. And it's and I, so important. So important. And, and that's why I really, I'm so grateful for your time. And I really appreciate everything that you shared today with us. And for people that want to connect with you, oh, you can do it for me because I will always connect you with Suhari. <laughs> but of course, I will let you tell us uh, what, where they can find you, what is your website or social media, what is the easiest way to connect? Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. This uh, conversation has been so beautiful. I've got to know you in the last few weeks and you're such a beautiful soul. Oh, and I've got you. to experience your <laughs> different side of what to, what I knew about you. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. For people who want to connect with me on social media, my website is in progress because I started off with a different module and, you know, yeah. different mission and now it's evolved into something else. So we are evolving. You can <laughs> <laughs> and you can connect with me on Facebook uh, at, ooh, I don't have the handle on top okay. of my head. You know what we will do? I will make it easier. I will put all your details, your contact, your Facebook link, where people can find you in a comment in yeah. this podcast. That means that will be probably the easiest and people, people can just click on that and, and join you and look at your what you do. Absolutely, you can. And if you want to experience a complimentary breakthrough session, it's not a discovery call. We discuss about your goals, but you actually break through in that session. Then I will share that link with Alex as well. So you can yeah. book in a session with me and I'd love to serve you. <laughs> Beautiful. And I know you will serve the best way you can because <laughs> I really, really trust in what you do and I love what you do. And I also know that you're a great dancer. That means thank you very much for dancing with me last week. It was so much fun. I had to say that. So much because, fun. Because you can't, guys, when you're listening, Suhani is freaking awesome dancer. And I, I and really so is Alex, by the way. She is so much fun. She says, oh, she doesn't have fun in life, but she is a bundle of joy. That's what she was doing the other night. I already told everyone. I was like, I had this beautiful, awesome dancer. She's my dance partner because she can move. <laughs> and everybody's laughing. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to next next fun. <laughs> and, yeah, I believe we will see each other soon anyway. And I would love to continue this conversation because I think we, we will need a little bit more of that for all of us would love to continue the conversation too. thank you so thank much you, thank you <laughs>